Thank you for joining us for That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, Michelle Kane of Voice Matters, and my ever-steady co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. Hi, Karen. How are you today? I'm doing great, Michelle. How are you? Good. Can't complain. I mean, as we kick off this podcast, it is Women's History Month, which is always a fantastic month to remember how awesome we both are and all of you who are women. Sorry, guys, we're just going to, you know, talk about ourselves a little bit right now, but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, this is great. And the theme of the 2023 National Women's History Month is celebrating women who tell our stories. I And the theme seems tailor-made. So this is, you know, they're talking about authors and songwriters and grandmothers. And while they did not call out communication professionals specifically, come on. Yeah. We are women who tell the story. So this is tailor-made for us. Yeah, it is. And I'm very <laughs> excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's important to really, you know, you, you can get a little numb to it all. Oh, it's another national month, whatever. And, but at the same time, you know, we really need to take a moment to, to honor this and recognize it and, and all that clearly women contribute to our society you know, especially in our field of public relations, it's still a very female heavy profession. I think the latest stats are that of those working in public relations, 75% are women. However, there's still the leadership gap. Only about 20% of women are in PR leadership. Now, we solos, we are leading our own companies. So I, I like to think we're influencing the landscape just by our presence. Well, you know, let's let's take a dive into that because although we are independent professionals, we all advocate for advancing the profession and we are part of the larger public relations industry. So while we're not traditionally employed all the time because we do have solos that move in and out of corporate employment, right. we want to leave this profession better than when we entered it. And yeah. that gap to me is something that we need to change. So you're right. The last stat from PRSA was that 73% of the membership was female. And so you think, oh, wow, you know, women dominate the PR industry. Well, kind of, but you're right. And, and the stat that only, you know, that 80% of the managerial positions in PR are held by men. And more, more concerning is that PRSA's last study showed that the reported average annual salaries for males in PR was $93,494, while women earned an average of $66,400. I will also say that there have been studies done on independence that show that pay gaps persist into independent work. So yeah, there are probably a number of reasons for this. And I think this month is a good month to talk about these issues yeah. to ensure that we are doing something to influence closing this pay gap. It doesn't make any sense. Yes, women joined the workforce later than men because our roles evolved in society. However, there should be equal pay for equal work, full stop, period. Yes. I, I mean, I don't care who you are. Right. I mean, especially since we're how many generations into us having being, you know, into us being fresh 
to the workforce. Absolutely. It's like, you know, they, they, the powers that be, they, they can't even use that excuse anymore because we are here. We are contributing clearly yeah. and equally. Well, you know. Let's talk about this. You know, yeah. women are paid 82 cents for every dollar that a man makes, period. Yeah. And yeah. research shows that hiring managers were less likely to hire mothers while men get a fatherhood bonus. So when men become fathers, they actually earn more money. There's something fundamentally wrong with that gap. And and this is not just a women's issue. This is a humanity issue. So yes, we have an audience of men and women, but we know that the men stand with us because we all want to fight for being paid equitably and treated with respect and equity. And again, these things persist into independence. So they don't go away, but a lot of women jump out of the corporate track and take control of their own career for these reasons, because you have the control to negotiate your value and your fees. And you have the ability to be a mother and not derail your career. It's so sad to me that in the United States, first of all, when it comes to mothers that we give so little time off for moms You are, most companies will give you 12 weeks and pretend that's generous. Let's be honest. You push a human being out of your body and you have exactly four months to bond with that child, that child that cannot speak for itself yet. That child that is not yet walking, has not taken all the milestones and you're forced to go back into the workforce and you're forced And I say, and I really do say force because I think a lot of women, it's not a choice to go back that quickly. They would love like other countries to have that first year of spending time with their babies. And it should not be limited to women. We know that dads play an active role in a child's development as well. It's shameful the way that we treat parents in this country, but mothers in particular get the short end of the stick. We don't make accommodations for childcare. Independent women, some states have programs for parental leave where they you can continue to earn your income even if you are an independent contractor. Wow. That should be something that is offered across the United States. Independent women should not have to give up a huge chunk of their income to either shut down their business while they are taking maternity leave or paying out all of their money to have somebody manage their business and not taking any profit during that time. It just is inequitable. And also for women who go on maternity leave, and if you take extra time because you've banked vacation days, which again, Uh mm, taking care of a child, not a vacation. Nope. Yes, it's not. You should still get to have vacation. Some women take a career step down because they're looked at as not as capable. And I am telling you the stories that I have heard, even in the last two months with this wave of layoffs about women who were targeted because of their age, because of their gender, Mm -hmm. how they were treated in the workforce before the layoffs is shameful. And I'm disgusted by it. And I will not stop opening my mouth up wide and screaming from the rooftops that this toxicity, these inequities, it is time to destroy them in 2023. I love it. Yeah, it's so true. And and I think in so many ways, we are the frogs in the warm water, right? Because you grow up, you see the patterns and you think, oh, that's how it's 
quote unquote, supposed to be. And then you start living your life and you realize, wait a second, this is ridiculous. This is inhumane. All this is doing is serving the bottom line for, let me stress, a very few people. So no matter what gender you are in the workforce, you know, if you think, well, I'm okay, really? Because you're, you're not getting really what you need either. And let's pull back and look at this from a societal viewpoint. Because even as you were saying that, I was, I was both getting fired up and I'm like, oh, I can already hear the naysayers going, well, but, you know, we don't want to give hand, we don't want to give things free. And it's like, no, we all do better when we do better. So even back to 82 cents on the dollar. Oh, oh, do you want me to buy your more expensive widget? Well, goodness, if I had that other 18 cents an hour, I might be able to. And guess what? You'd make more money. (gasps) Imagine that. Rising lifts all boats, right? That is one of my life's mottos. A rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. I'm no, I'm yeah, my rant, you know, and people want to contribute. I'm glad that we're both angry about this. I like for all the solos because just because we're solo doesn't mean that we can't affect the workplace. And again, these issues impact us as well. Yeah. We need to raise our voices and we need to be supportive of one another. We need to stand behind our colleagues and not be on the sidelines saying nothing or letting these issues pass us by. We, it takes all of us because we've seen changes happen, like in the sports world where people have fought and they've stood up and they've made change. And I just believe that the more voices we have uh, talking about these issues and bringing them to light, we will see further changes. Yeah. And, and, and to that point, you know, I, I get it when I think a lot of people think, oh, gosh, do I need to do that? Because, you know, the, the solution is common sense. But that's not going to happen until you join the voices and pointing that out. I mean, take that case in, in sports of, you know, men's soccer versus women's soccer. We, we Before that even was brought to our attention, okay, part of our jaded female senses probably thought, yeah, sure, they're paid less. But when you hear how significantly less they are paid, you think, wow, that's ridiculous. Why is that being allowed to happen? Because people aren't held to account to do the right thing. And, you know, so many times, and I I know we've talked before on this um, program about you know, where do you draw the line even in, in the social media world of of just saying, scrolling by and being like, Ugh, I don't want to add to the noise. There's a little bit of a fine line of adding to the noise and say, and putting your hand up and saying, no, I agree, this is wrong. And we need to take steps to correct it. So. I totally agree. Get so, out there. <laughs> now that we've ranted, let's move on to, let's move on to some, some really cool things. So, yeah. um, I don't know if everybody remembers this, but Eleanor Roosevelt, yay, previous first lady, she held and the first press conference for women reporters on March 6, 1933. Go, Sister Roosevelt. God, I did not know. She's amazing. She really, I mean, really. And over the next 12 years, she held a whopping 348 press conferences for women reporters. So cheers to yeah. Eleanor. 
for being a trailblazer for acknowledging those women reporters and for giving them a seat at the table. I love that. That is amazing. And, you know, we'll go forward a couple of steps in time or actually around that time. Interestingly enough, during World War II, when all the men were fighting the Nazis, rightfully so, oh, suddenly women were good enough then. Oh, we were good enough to build things and make the money and do all the things. And it's just, sorry, I promised I wasn't going to rant anymore. <laughs> I know. It, you know, it's, it's amazing. I believe that it wasn't even until 1974 that we could get a credit card on our own. It's that blows that is- my that is the gobsmacking stuff when we think that people who were our mothers. Yes. And our yeah. And, you know, not to take too, too ominous a turn, but, you know, how many times did you look back a generation or so? And, and if there was a relative in an abusive relationship and you're thinking, well, why didn't you leave? Oh, right. You literally did not have the tools to do so. You yeah. were literally powerless. You couldn't have credit on your own. You couldn't do so many things without your husband's approval, which again, job smacking. We're not that far away, guys. You know, 73 to 2023. I think when I think about that stat, what blows me away is that 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 particular event happened in my lifetime. So it's weird to think that I was actually born into a world where women couldn't get a credit card without a man. It, that just, blows me away. And, and so I think that's all the more important for us to honor the 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 trails that other people blaze for us. Yeah. By being financially savvy, managing our money, taking control of it, taking our power in the workplace, over our finances, and making it better for the generations that are coming up behind us. We agree we owe them and we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to those that came before us. Yeah, it's it's very very true, and and be cognizant that we still live in a world where I don't know is it I, I like I don't like to think, but I think a lot of these larger issues it all comes back to fear. Yeah. So for some reason, if women are able to make their own choices about their lives, and you know live a life that is paid equally, given equal rights to men that that's something apparently to fear. I would say that even a portion of that fear is somehow subconscious, but it still is exhibited in real behavior. And sorry, that's where I get into my psychology wonk, but it's just bizarre to me. It's like, what are you so afraid of if we're living a life fully in our own power? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it, but. I'd like to to take a moment. I know that you you probably have a list of women, but shout out some of the women. Okay. You know, we are so proud of our solo women and yes. so proud of our sisters in this industry. So I would like to, you know, call out a few of those women who are yeah. in the world a better place. Yes, absolutely. One that comes to mind for me is Grace Kalalia. She She's not necessarily in PR, but she is a thought leader on just, you know, being a, a woman in the world, I, I don't know a better way to put it. She was a Comcast executive for some time, I believe, but check her out. She is a force. Um, I discovered her at the Pennsylvania Conference for Women. Imagine that. And she was speaking about confidence, which I love that. Yeah. We 
we women, that's a message that will never get old for women in particular, but I think for all of us pros, I would encourage you to take a look at Color Comms, which is Mm -hmm. an organization for people of color in Mm -hmm. communications. And they have these fantastic, they have this list of 28 executives um, that they recognize for Black History Month. Some powerful women are on this list. Kim Godwin, who is the president of ABC News, Candy Castleberry, who's the VP of Global Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at Amazon, and just some fantastic women. I would like to shout out Nance Larson, who is a accredited public relations professional in the College of Fellows. She is just an amazing, powerful woman who graciously spreads her knowledge and really has committed to this profession and to making it better. Mm-hmm. Pours into other professionals and lifts people up. She's based out of Anchorage, Alaska. And I met her through another powerhouse who is one of the sweetest people that you can ever know, which is Mary Barber. Yes. Mary is a helper. She's also an APR and a fellow, and she's a helper. She likes to connect people. She likes to help people. She's thoughtful. She's one of those people that will drop you a handwritten card in the mail just because. I adore Mary and we're so thankful to have her as a solo and Mary also holds public office. So we have so many women in PR that are also activists, you know, Lynn Harris Metcalf and Daria Steigman and um, Ann Eisenhower. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the work that you do on behalf of causes that matter to all of us. You fight on the front lines, you lend your voices, you march, you right. You protest, you, you know, have just jumped into the, the fire of creating a better world. And so we appreciate all of you. And, and I would name every woman in solo PR pro. So please don't feel like just because I didn't say your name, I don't (laughs) appreciate you. It's just that, you know, we would be here all day if I named every single one of you, but throughout the month, you know, hopefully we'll get a chance to get to more of you because you women are doing some fantastic things. Yeah. Yeah. And if you were lucky, I know when I originally joined Solo PR Pro, um, Tanisha Nash-Laird was a member. And if you have been lucky enough to befriend her and follow her journey, she continues to go from great thing to great thing just through her grit and her her moxie and her smarts i everything she's up to i think oh my goodness <laughs> where'd she you get the energy <laughs> of becoming a bozama saint john who is not not a pr professional but she is in the communications arena and if y'all know me y'all know i love her I'm not too ashamed to say that I have the maddest professional crush on her and have watched her rise since she was at Uber and she is doing the doggone thing and doing it big. (laughs) Yeah. You know, check out these women that we've mentioned and follow them, support them, share their stories. Let's share one another's stories because this is the month to do that. Let's celebrate our own. And, you know, we have some fantastic men that are in solo PR pro too, who are just thought of the earth. I mean, they're just smart. They're supportive. They will hop on the phone with you if you need a helping hand. I mean, we just could not be luckier in Solo PR Pro to see respect, equality, and inclusion. And it's not something that 
we had to work to do. No. It's something that really uh, has been our ethos since the beginning. And I'm so proud of that. And so thankful yeah. for that, that we have created this special community and every day I pray, like, don't let it change as we mm-hmm. grow. want to keep that vibe because we truly are family. Yeah. That's what makes it very special. I, you're, you're right. All, all the things we ranted out of the, at the top of our episode today, never experienced it in our group. The, the, the men in our group are incredible. And I've, I've found too, you know, even in regionally here in, in the Philly burbs, the, the men in PR similarly helpful, you know, because they, they get it. They know when, when one of us does well, we all do well. It's good for the profession. It's good for business. It's good for each other. It's just good all around. So I guess if we leave you with one thing today, as we encourage you to truly celebrate women's history month is, you know, just seek to be good to each other, right? It doesn't hurt. And, and that, that sometimes includes calling people on their stuff in, in a good solid way, you know, don't, don't necessarily rip things apart, but just say, hey, that's not right. We need to change that. So we hope if this especially has inspired you, please subscribe to our podcast. That would mean so much to us. Share it around on your channels, just so more people can hopefully benefit from this. And we'd love to hear from you as well. So hit us up at soloprpro.com. And until next time, thanks for joining us on That Solo Life. Mm -hmm.